Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we thank you all for tuning in happy monday and welcome to the healing she got faith show this is lily i am the founder of healing she got faith i am also your host and self-love advocate of the healing she got faith talk show if you are new here welcome Healing She Got Faith is a safe place for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. We discuss the power of grief and grief beyond death as well as we advocate for our grief education. And so that simply means we are an organization that really prides ourselves in knowing and understanding grief and also like helping those in need. And also through grief, we believe that we learn the true meaning of self-love. So welcome if you are a continuing follower and listener thank you so much thank you for joining us today if you are here today listening to this whenever you listen to it whether it's monday or not i am actually not at the office recording you can hear animals in the background i am outside of my house recording and um it's actually kind of rainy, so I'm kind of surprised that you can hear all these like birds and bugs and all that. But nevertheless, we are going to move on with the show. I have been trying to record this episode for like three days now, and this week has just been so hectic. And then also, too, I just didn't want to miss out on another episode because we did not have an episode on October 17th or 24th, and that was just due to unforeseen circumstances i also opened um, my grant opening which will well i opened my buildings i have my grant opening which we will be discussing in today's topic as well as um there was a mass shooting in st louis and so we're we're gonna kind of talk about that and what that looked like as well as my sister got really sick i spent the day in the hospital with her as well as i have a house full of puppies um <laughs> As well as the day of my grand opening, my other dog decided to have her puppies. So, it's been a lot going on. Um, it's been really hard to balance um, just life in general. And so, I just wanted to come here. I don't think today's episode is going to be too long. Um, but I wanted to come in and check in with you all and just kind of let y'all know what's going on. Um, this will be the end of our Power of Grief series. Oh, I'm so sad. But we have to move on to another series, and so I'm excited to end it today and starting next week in a new month, we will have a brand new series. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with our icebreaker. So if you don't know what our icebreaker is, our icebreaker is, um, and I do this whether it's on the podcast, whether it's at a conference, whether it's at a professional development I have the same icebreaker. I never change it. I probably will never change it. But what I do is I bring in affirmation cards. I shuffle them and we pick them. And when you pick them, you discuss, you read it, and then you dis- you um, explain if it resonates with you. And if so, why or why not? If I don't pick cards, which today is one of the days I don't have cards because I didn't bring any home with me. Um, I usually like bring up a quote or affirmation that I was sent. 
Um, I credit everybody um, from the cards to the affirmations that I get. So um, we'll read it. We'll we'll discuss it. And that's our icebreaker. It's a really good conversation starter. It's a really good way to have people um, just be comfortable with talking, especially when we're talking about grief and self-love and vulnerability and healing. You always want to get people to talk. And so that is what we are doing. So today I have an affirmation and it's actually an affirmation from Friday, from Friday. And it is from the organization Black Female Therapist. If, um, if you're looking for like good daily affirmations, go to blackfemaletherapist.com, sign up for their affirmations. I think I pay like $1.99 a month and they text you every day. They send you like therapist thoughts and things like that. It's really cool. I've been doing this for about two years now and it's really cool. So I pulled up Friday's affirmation and it says, I am a priority. There is no explanation needed. I will, I will remind myself of the need to pour into me before pouring into anyone else. Me time is no longer an option but a necessity. Loving me first makes me better in all areas of my life. And then, so usually they, um, they send you a affirmation and then they send you like a little graphic. And the graphic says, affirm it. I will remind myself of the needs of pouring to me before pouring into anyone else. So the graphic is like a little cliff notes of the actual affirmation. So I'm going to read it again. I am a priority. There is no explanation needed. I will remind myself of the need to pour into me before pouring into anyone else. Me time is no longer an option, but a necessity. Loving me first makes me better in all areas of life. This is so true. And this is like the premise of our life quote, love you the way you love the world. Because I realized in my grief story that I was not loving me at all. And I realized in my grief story that I was putting myself before everybody else. And so that's the one thing about grief and the power of grief is that grief allows you to confront everything that you've ever denied yourself. Grief forces you to do that in in a way. As well as you realize, well, let, let let me speak about Lisa. I realized that I was doing everything for everyone else. And I was not catering to Lisa. I didn't know myself. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I didn't like. There were times like I know that I was not present in the moment. And I missed out on a lot of good memories because I was so worried about everybody else. Whether it was a guy I was dating, whether it was family, whether it was a friend, whether it was like me trying to be superwoman and trying to come in and save the day because I always felt like that was my duty. Like that was my duty to be the superhero and nobody asked me to. Um, and that is a conversation, honey, because that we need to have, you know, nobody asked me to save the day, but in my head, like that's what I was supposed to do. That is what everybody around me always told me to do. Like you got to serve, you got to be there. You got to do this. You got to do that. You blah, 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 blah. And it got to the point where like I was doing so much for everybody else that I was not doing anything for me. And so I like the first line. I am a priority. There is no explanation needed. Like I am the priority. And that's, those are the first two lines of affirmations. I will remind myself of the need to pour into me before pouring into anyone else. That's the thing. Like you really can't pour from an empty cup. And I think so much of the time we're giving ourselves to to everyone and we think that it's what we're supposed to do we think that's how life is supposed to be in reality like i can't give you no more than 
what I'm giving myself. There, I saw something on Facebook. It was like, if all you had was 40% today and you gave 40%, you actually gave 100%. And I just think that's so true. Like, every day you're not going to be at 100%. And I think now in life with um, self-care, self-love. Y'all hear them puppies barking? <laughs> um, and um, with the term self-love, self-care, healing, um, those words are oversaturated. And then you have people who are like five ways to heal, you know, five ways to be your best heal self. And you have people doing that. And the thing is, like the healing journey is a personal journey. And the healing journey is something that you have to be able to just endure on your own. And you can't really worry about anybody else. I was just having a conversation with one of my aunts who I would say is like one of my spiritual mentors as well. Just like one of my guides in life. And I was having a conversation with her and I was like, you know, one thing that I've really just noticed by myself, like I, like I used to be a real devout Christian. Like I was in church. I was in church Wednesday, Saturday, Sundays. Like I was doing every Bible study. I have, I have read the Bible so many times. Um, I'm, I was doing, um, what's some things called devotions, discipleship groups, um, Bible study groups, all that. Like I, I was doing all of that. And so, um, and I got to a point where I realized like that just wasn't who I was. Um, meaning I would never look like the Christians that I was seeing, like, like the pastors and the um, spiritual mentors that I was seeing, I, I would just never look like them as well as, and I told my aunt this, like, she's a very spiritual being too. And I was like, and I'll never look like you. Like, and I'm okay with that. And like, and I've become okay with like who I am as a person and to even take it further, like not even on spiritual realm, like let's talk about art. Like I have always said, like, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Now, this is a podcast for another day, but Cliff Notes, um, I didn't have any creativity because I was giving myself to other people, but also too, like, I'm not a draw, like a drawer. I can't draw. I really can't paint. I, while I do enjoy these activities and while I do, while I do enjoy, um, like art, like I enjoy going to the art museum. I enjoy, um, going to like painting with a twist. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Like me trying to sit here and act like I'm good at drawing and painting. I'm just not. And, um, it's funny cause I just had this conversation with one of my cousins and she was like, Oh, you're a perfectionist. And it's funny because people, I, I get told I'm a perfectionist a lot, but like people who actually are like with me in the grind, like they're like, it's so funny because you do not like, believe in perfectionism like there isn't a such thing as perfectionism in lisa's world and people like tend to come to you um say calling you a perfectionism when in reality like you've just accepted who you were and you've accepted like and the thing about me is a lot of the stuff that like people will call me a perfectionist on i've tried and sometimes it's it's as simple as like i just can't get my brain to tell my body how to do like the right stroke or how to do something simple or whatever the case might be but i've just come to that like i'm not an artist like i'm not an artist but i'm a writer i love to write um i i love music you know i don't even think i'm like musically inclined but like i did used to play the saxophone i did used to be a dj you know so there's different forms of arts that i'm that i'm okay with and so i say that to say like Um, my aunt who I was talking to was like, and I respect that about you because you're not trying to be anybody else. You're trying these things. You're figuring out 
who and what it is that you're doing, but also too, like you have come to know yourself and you're okay with that. And I, you know, she was like, I think that's a beautiful thing. And so I think for me, that is something that I've had, I've had to become okay with. I have to, I've had to be at a place where I realize like, Hey, like this is who I am and I can't force myself to be anybody. And it's easier said than done. Like people are always like, Oh yeah, that's how you're supposed to be. But let's be real. Like, that's not how we act. You know what I'm saying? Like we can say, Oh yeah. Like just always be you. But the reality is like sometimes like us being us is just not accepted. Like it, for me, like, oh, you're just not trying hard enough or you're just not doing this. And I am trying hard enough. Like, stop. So, yeah, um, me time is no longer an option, but a necessity. This, this is me. Let me tell you all something about me. Let me tell you. all I'm the type of person that and I've learned this in therapy. My therapist has really brought this to my session. I am a person that I have to process. Like, I cannot go from one event to the next without processing. If I do not process, that is where, like, my anxiety and depression comes in. Because, so, basically what I'm saying is, like, my whole life I've been um, having, like, a busy schedule. When now I'm at a place where, like, I have to have breaks in between. So, like, if I don't have my two hours a day to just Lisa, it's a bad day. So, whether that's me waking up in the morning, whether that's me cutting the evenings off, um, and I'm, I'm also that type of person, like I don't need to work eight hours a day and which is probably why I don't have a traditional job. And it's probably why I probably can never go back to a traditional job because I can't see myself working eight to 12 hours a day because that, that just doesn't make sense to me. It is the whole system just doesn't make sense to me and not to shame anybody who does it. Like if that's what you do, like I, you know, that is what you do, but I'm, I'm specifically talking about myself for me, that's not an option for me. It's very hard to jump from one thing to the next. That is definitely where, like, where my depression and anxiety come in. And so um, I have to have me time. Me time is incorporated daily, whether that's me sitting here watching Jurassic Park, sitting outside, journaling, doing yoga, going for a walk, playing with my dogs. Um, but even sometimes I have to give myself that boundary with my dogs. Like I have to be able to not um, not have my dogs um, because like they are a distraction as well. Like sometimes you literally just need to be by yourself. Like sometimes you just have to lock them up. You go in your room and it just be that or send the dogs to somebody else's house. And it, again, it just be that. So, um, so yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, I have to, which is, I spend a lot of time in my building. I mean, nine out of 10 times, one of my dogs is with me, but um, having that alone time, having that peaceful time, you know, I have been waking up a little bit earlier to try to get alone time. I mean, I have these puppies in my house. So like right now there is no alone time. I mean, from humans I have these puppies in my house. So I'm constantly like cleaning and it it's very stressful and tiring. Um, so if y'all want a puppy, come buy one. <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, so yeah, loving me first makes me better in all areas of my life. I firmly believe this. Once I started taking care of myself, I had heard from people that the healing has looked beautiful on me. I had heard from people that I was just a better person in general, overall. And um, they just saw, and I, I saw it in myself too. Like I saw the difference in perspective. I saw the difference in my life transformation. I just saw opportunities like once I started setting boundaries and once I started really healing I saw the endless opportunities that started to pop up the love and support and so it's very hard to put boundaries in places 
you know, and that's, I mean, I, let, let's just be completely honest. Even now, like, even with these puppies, like, this is a boundary that I'm going to have to address eventually um, because it, it's taken up too much of my time and it's taken up my space in my home. And it's the reason why I am, like, where I'm at in life, you know. And so it does come apart because you do want to help people, but also, too, like, at what cost are you helping people? At what cost are you um sacrificing yourself to make sure other people are good and i'm just at a place where like yeah i i can't i can no longer sacrifice my life for anybody else because at the end of the day me sacrificing my life has made me depressed and that's actually a contrary contrary belief to my christian belief you know like jesus sacrifices life so you're supposed to and honestly that mind frame has put me in such a deep dark depression for so many years because I have always had the mentality like, oh, you're supposed to be like Jesus. You're supposed to be like Jesus. When in actuality, like what I was doing is I was neglecting myself. And I just don't feel like that's what God had called us to do. Like, I don't feel like God told us to be miserable for other people's happiness. You know, again, that's another conversation for a different day. <laughs> but yeah, so that was our icebreaker. So I hope you enjoyed it. So I am going to try to switch up some things with the podcast. I'm going to try to do a couple of different segments. Um, we're, I'm going to see how it works. So today is kind of the first time that I'm trying that. So um, so we did the intro. So I'm thinking introduction, icebreaker, check-in topic, and then I'm going to leave y'all with an affirmation and then of course housekeeping so i'm gonna see how that goes and then for those of you who don't know we do a segment called grief beyond death and grief beyond death is when we bring on other people and we kind of talk about um well so one what we grief beyond death means that we have grief outside of death we like grief is not only associated with death but it is associated with like a divorce it is associated with um your old self if you got a terminal illness grieving the body you used to have maybe it's a relationship a friendship a job a house fire something like that so it's grief beyond death um i'm thinking about maybe adding a segment um where's you know if whether i have a guest or not but we'll see how that goes so just so y'all know i will be trying some new things so we'll see how all of that goes um but yeah so we did the icebreaker let's go ahead and jump into the check-in for the day so the check-in um right now i'm just so tired y'all i am just so tired the grand opening was phenomenal. The grand opening was on October 23rd, and that is the topic for today, so I don't want to get too deep into it, but it came, it turned out so good. Um, you can now book everything on my website. You can, um, you can, we'll, we'll get into that, but anyways, um, so yeah, and then, man, the day after my grand opening, less than 24 hours later, there was a mass shooting in St. Louis where a teacher and a student and the suspect was killed and so wednesday i ended up going to the visual um and that was just an unexplainable feeling um it was just unexplainable you know mass shootings aren't new we've been seeing quite a few of them we've been seeing we've been seeing a lot and when the texas shooting had when the texas shooting happened i was very vocal about that 
the thing about this shooting is it happened um, in SLPS, which is the district out here in St. Louis, and I am a SLPS alumni. And so I think about like I used to work in these schools. I used to um, like go to games in these schools. And the thing about it is, you know, those families, those kids, that the community is going to have a lot of healing to do. Mass shootings are anything that is easily um, understood. And there's, I don't know that there's one solution. Like everybody's running to gun laws. And so while I think gun laws should be in place, I'm not denying that they shouldn't. But what I am thinking about because the mass shooter, the FBI denied him buying a gun, but he was able to go to a private seller and still buy the same gun that the FBI denied him. And there's no laws against that. Like, there's nothing that would have stopped him from getting that gun. And so when people ask, like, what's the solution? Like, I don't know. Because I think we have to come to terms that when a person is determined, and we talked about this in, in, during National Suicide Awareness Month in September, when a person is determined, they're going to do it they're going to, you know, um, we talked about it in the suicide reference, like it, when a person is ready, they're going to do it, you know, and it doesn't matter how many people have jumped in, have helped, have done this and have done that. Um, when a person is determined, their mind is already made up. And so for people who have this notion of, um, this notion of, I'm just going to do it, like, I, this is where like places like Healing She Got Faith, um, you know, what's the, the national number? 988, the new number that you can call if you need to talk to somebody. This is where like mental health resources have to come into place because people need an outlet. People need the resources. And our society has not set people up for success. Our society has not set people up to be in a place where they can actually... Um, heal you know there's a lot of generational trauma you know he left a note that said he was always a loner never had a girlfriend never had friends it was a perfect store for a perfect storm for a mass shooting and what do you do with that you know and i'm not saying like gun laws aren't gonna work i'm not saying i i just i'm stuck i don't know what will work i don't know what we can do so that happened on Monday. Like I said, Wednesday, Tuesday was very weird in St. Louis. Um, Wednesday, I went to the visual. It was beautiful to see the community come out. The families of the of the people who were lost were there. It was, you know, as good as a visual could be, um, given the circumstances. It was very well put together. It was very beautiful. It was beautiful to see community. I'm a community person, y'all. Like, so to see people come together and just show love and be authentic, that is so big for me. And that just warms my soul. I didn't know what I could do outside of like offering services, offering my building as a safe space, but also to like just showing up in community and being there was very beautiful. But then the next day came and um, my sister was extremely sick and I ended up being in the hospital with her and it was scary i'm not gonna lie i thought it was gonna be something so much worse i thought 
we were gonna lose her um and it's and it's hard to say that out loud because i've just had never seen her that sick i didn't know what was going on turns out she had covid so i spent the day in the hospital with her i've tested negative thank god um but yeah i tested negative and ever since then i've just been running around trying to help her trying to help her kids again i'm taking care of these dogs um so it's been a lot of running around so nevertheless, like, I'm just tired. I'm fatigued. It's been a lot. I got to do a lot for the organization as well. <sighs> Today, Sunday. Um, I'm Yeah, so I'm recording this on a Sunday. I know I said happy Monday at the beginning, but I'm recording this on a Sunday. So um, because I have I have stuff to do tomorrow morning. So I just won't physically have the time to get up early in the morning and record like I normally would. So Sunday evening, here we are recording yes so yeah that was our check in so let's jump right into the topic so we are still in the power of grief series which this will be the final episode of this series this has been a long running series and i think it's been a pretty good one i think it was very powerful just to look at grief this does not mean that we're done with grief it just means that we are moving on to the next topic okay so today's topic is the grand opening and healing in the final episode of power of grief so yes october 23rd i had the grand opening of the healing community office which is by healing she got faith so i have just been super excited about the growth of healing she got faith we have been through so much y'all um i went i wrote my first book and got it published and then also too i got it unpublished and um, I technically don't have a published art. I, I was gonna say artwork. I technically don't have a published work right now. Um, I, um, you know, I will have to find a new publisher and republish a lot of stuff. So, healing she got faith was was a published. Um, has some published work. We have the blog, we have the talk show, and then we have our grief groups and um, just couple other programs that we've been doing and so now we have the building which is a co-working space but also a space of releasing so it's an office um it's not quite a community center but it's an office you can come in um separated into two two spaces so we have the professional side which is called the sunshine room and then we have i'm calling it like the lounge area which is more like um like coffee lounge type of vibes and so you can work on either side you can do studying group work but also too in the healing lounge i have a section a memorial wall where you can come and put your loved ones and kind of sit with them and um just release or hold on if you need a place to cry this is like the good place to be so um healing she got faith has just grown it started off from a blog and now we're a full-blown organization which has just been so cool um for me to see and honestly like for me to not sleep on myself but for me to like give myself props like i really did this i did this by myself um i did have some helping hands along the way and so i'm grateful for the helping hands but this has been my vision that I've created. So, yeah. Um, what does the office represent? The office represents a place for 
people who are just healing and loving themselves and growing professionally and personally. So this is that place where you can bring your professional, you can bring your personal, but you can be you, you can release, you can grow, you can heal. I firmly believe that. Grief is the reason for all of this. Like Grief is the reason losing my mom was the reason that all of this was come about. So, um, yeah, the differences I've seen in myself while I've been grieving is just the motivation, the passion, the love. Um, I very much well could have given up. I could I have I could have given up a very long time ago. This was not an easy walk in the park. And honestly, it's not something that I would recommend to anybody. Like, uh, and people will call me a negative Nancy. Um, people will call me a negative Nancy. But honestly, y'all, like, you really got to have some true stam- stamina. And honestly, like, I did it by myself. And I just wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Like, I lost a lot of money. I lost a lot of time. There were times where I just, I fucking hated this building, Okay. I just be quite frank. I fucking hated healing. She got faith. Like <laughs> I just, I hated it. Like I, I, there was so many times I really could have just really lost my shit, and I didn't. And I'm proud that I didn't. Um, and I, I think that's part of healing, like being honest with myself, recognizing my my part in the drama and working and recognizing like just my my whole place in this and trying to make it better. So, yeah, um, the place, like I said, the place is a co-working space. I don't know why my words are so jumbled together. My God. Um, the space is a co-working space, and it's a place where you can come to work and release, to heal, to grieve, to love, um, learn about yourself. And so I'm, I pride myself in that. I'm really, really proud of that. Um, yeah, and healing. Like, I think healing has just been beautiful. I think for me, I've just been coming into this new age, Lisa. I turned 31 on the 20th. And so chapter 31 has been beautiful so far. I mean, it's only been like 10 days, I guess. Nine days. What's today? Today is the 30th. Um... And, oh yeah it's been 10 days so but chapter 31 has been beautiful my birthday was beautiful the grand opening was beautiful so it was definitely a great start to chapter 31 but yeah um it's, it's been a lot which is kind of i guess that's kind of why i sound the way i do because i'm just i'm having different visions for my um just for my organization i'm having different visions for the um for the podcast and just really figuring out myself and fitting you know um i'm also too kind of distracted because these puppies will not stop fucking barking like literally they were quiet and i hit i turned on the microphone and they're having a fucking circus in my living room fucking crazy <laughs> um that that's another thing you can tell I get frustrated when I start like cussing and every every other word is fuck. It's definitely like a sign to myself and the people around me that like I'm frustrated, I'm fatigued, I'm fucking over it. Um, so yeah, so let's go ahead, let's do some housekeeping. So the blog is still up. You can go to healingshegotfaith.com slash blog. We are up every Wednesday at three o'clock PM Central. We do have a new website. So on the website, you can book everything online. So you can book to be a guest. You can book a grief group. You can book any of the events we have on there. We have a calendar that kind of lets you know what's going on. But also to like 
we have a men's group we have a couple new grief groups we have a couple retreats coming up so yes and then we also this is for the podcast we will be starting a new we'll be starting a new series next week which is called grief healing and holidays which that is also the name of one of the grief groups that we will be having and so what that is is that is a support for people who are grieving healing during the holidays we have entered the grief season which is the holiday season so i'm pretty excited about that um and then we just have a couple new programs that we will be doing we have a couple new journals i'm excited about that so yeah i'm sorry i have truly missed y'all in the last two weeks and um i just wanted to come and give y'all a little something i know today's episode is kind of short but y'all know i like these shorter episodes anyway so um yeah the grand opening was beautiful and healing has been beautiful and i miss y'all and i love y'all and i will catch y'all here next monday have a great monday y'all please take care of yourself um i am sending love and light to the families that were affected with the mass shooting that happened last week and um i'm sending love and light to st louis and then any listener here like y'all like just please take care of yourself our our affirmation Oh, yeah, that's the new segment. Affirmation. Um, as our affirmation said, I am a priority. Um, I will remind myself of the needs to pour into me before pouring into anyone else. I want you guys to remember that as the week goes on, remember that you are worthy of that rest. You are worthy of that meantime. You are worthy of love. Okay. So I know I always say, but love you the way you love your, the way you love the world okay our affirmation for this week is loving me first makes me better in all areas of my actually no scratch that let's make our affirmation this by um blackfemaletherapist.com me time is no longer an option but a necessity loving me first makes me better in all areas of our life okay me time is no longer an option but a necessity loving me first makes me better in all areas of my life so go out there love you the way you love the world i love you guys i will catch you next monday bye guys